Hey, good morning and welcome to day two of seven days of prayer and fasting. Man, I'm so excited to see all the people that are joining in, all those that um, are pressing in. As I talked about Sunday, we're pressing in. Two weeks ago, I said, we're fighting back. This week, I said, we're pressing in, pressing into all that God has for us and just grateful to see already the reports that are coming in of just people that are excited and believing God and we are believing God. Let me just remind you again, over the last two weeks at church, January 1, January 8th, I preached on prayer and uh, then especially on the 8th, I focused in on fasting. I want to encourage you, if you have not listened to those messages, please, please, please make sure that you listen to those because it will help you as um, we engage in this time of prayer and fasting. Um, We are looking at a prayer from the scripture every day, and we're also looking at um, different calls to prayer that Paul made. And I want to look at this one from Philippians chapter 4. Paul gives us really such an awesome truth, an awesome prayer, and an awesome way to pray. And this is Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Here's how Paul teaches us to pray. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. He's saying Jesus is close. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these things do, and the God of peace will be with you. Paul teaches us something unbelievable about anxiety, about stress, about a lack of peace, about fear. And it starts in verse 4, rejoice in the Lord. You know that neuroscientists have actually now discovered that it is impossible to express gratitude, and be anxious at the same time. Think about what I just said. They, they literally studied the brain and realized that when gratitude is being expressed, anxiety loses its control of your mind. So Paul says, here is how the peace of God will begin operating in your life. It starts by rejoicing in the Lord. Can I say rejoice? Now, don't forget this. Paul is a he's a Hebrew scholar. He's a Jewish man, and he understands the Old Testament. What does the Old Testament say in the book of Psalms? That we enter into his courts with thanksgiving and praise. So right now, you might be driving in the car. You might even be in, in your office. You might be in but wherever you're at. I want us to just take a moment right now. Father, thank you. Father, we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for your hand of provision. We thank you. Lord, we choose to rejoice. 
we remind ourselves of the goodness of God. We remind ourselves of your faithfulness. We remind ourselves of your goodness, of your patience, and of your grace. We, we thank you for the cross of Calvary. We thank you that you died for us. We thank you that you were buried, but on the third day you rose from the grave. Thank you, Jesus, for sending us the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your fruit, for your gifts, for your empowerment. Thank you, Father, for the love that you've lavished on us. We rejoice right now. We rejoice. We are grateful for what we do have. We're grateful for your protection. We're grateful for the Word of God. We're grateful for your presence. Lord, we rejoice. And again, we say rejoice. We we refuse complaining. We repent of complaining. We turn our back on complaining. And we choose to rejoice now. In the name of Jesus, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. So the Apostle Paul doesn't just say stop being anxious. He says, here's how you stop being anxious. By prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. That means that we don't just pray it. We pray it with a spirit of gratitude. Now look what he says in everything by prayer, in everything. If you're thinking about it, pray about it. If you're worried about it, pray about it. If you're concerned about it, pray about it. If it's on your mind, pray about it. If it's in your heart, pray about it. In everything. Jabin, that's too small to pray about. Pray about it. Jabin, I think that's too big to pray about. Pray about. Pray about your needs and pray about your dreams. Pray about everything. With by prayer and supplication. So we make our request known to God, but watch this with thanksgiving. So, Father, we have many needs. I'm going to let you just fill in the blank right now. I don't know what your needs are, but Lord, we have many needs. We have personal needs. We have family needs. We have, Lord, as a ministry, we have needs as a church. Lord, we bring all our needs before you right now, and we thank you. We thank you that you hear us. We thank you that you are close. We thank you that the Lord is near. We thank you that you answer our prayers. We thank you that you are faithful. Lord, we thank you. On the authority of your word, you said, call on me and I will answer you. Jeremiah 33, 3, I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things thou knowest not. Lord, we thank you that you're hearing our prayer. We bring them before you. We bring our needs before you. We bring our dreams before you. We bring our fears before you. We bring our requests before you. We lay them at your feet and we thank you that you hear us. And we ask for answers and we thank you that answers are coming. And now the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I declare the peace of God over you now. Everybody out loud say, I receive your peace. One more time, say, Jesus, I receive your peace. Pray this out loud. Say, let your peace protect my heart and protect my mind. Do you see that? Paul says that the peace of God will guard your hearts, literally umpire your hearts, literally Probably the best way to understand the 2023 is the peace of God will be a bodyguard, a bouncer, a, a guard gate, 
against anxiety. The peace of God protects you, protects your heart and your mind. And in Jesus' name, I declare the peace of God is ruling and reigning right now. Lord, we receive your peace. We thank you that your peace is like a weapon. We thank you that your peace is like a guard. We thank you that your peace is like the angel of the Lord that protects us and our family. Where there is anxiety, there is now peace. Where there has been fear, there is now peace. Where there has been worry, there is now peace. Where there has been sleepless nights, there is now peace. I declare the peace of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive it now. Everybody say, I receive your peace. I receive your peace, Lord. I receive your peace in the name of Jesus. Now, watch what happens next, and this is where I'm going to lead. He then goes into thinking. So we start with rejoicing. We then ask. We then rejoice again with thanksgiving. Then we go into receiving the peace of God. But then he says, hey, but now that you've left prayer, think on whatever things are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, good, virtue, praiseworthy. He, he, he says, now you're going to have to think on, and then he says, meditate on these things. See, it's one thing to pray powerful prayers. It's one thing to declare powerful things. It's one thing to, to speak the word of faith. That's what Paul called in Romans 10, this word of faith, which we preach. It's, it's awesome to speak these things, but then... Once you say amen, you've got to guard and you've got to be careful about what you're thinking about and what you're meditating on. That's why it's so important to be reading the scripture. That's why over these seven days of prayer and fasting, we're pushing away negativity and secular thinking and the ways of the world. And we're meditating and we're thinking on and we're focusing on those things that are true in God's word. So I want to encourage you in all of your prayer and all of your fasting, make sure you are fasting negativity. Make sure that you are meditating on the good and on the promises of God in Jesus' name. Such a huge key to your life. And I, I promise you God will, God will honor your faith and God will honor your devotion, and your steadfastness. I'm praying for you. It's only Tuesday. I'm telling you, God's going to do awesome things over these next few days. I want you to believe him for it. We'll see you tomorrow.